Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah Daf Yomi Ishur. Today's Ishur is Daf Zayin. We will begin on Daf Vav Amorbet at the bottom of the page, Mativ Rav Ami. Today's Daf is available. Contact Shimshim Benyamin for the Zechut to sponsor today's Daf. Discussing the concept of uh, having relations for the first time on Shabbat, uh, the Gemara was asking. The Gemara want, has another question on the Rabbi who says it's asur to have relations for the first time on Shabbat. Says the Gemara, Mati Rav Ami Rami asked the question. We have a Mishnah in Eduyot that says the following: Hamapis Musa. If a person has a pus pimple. And he um, makes a hole in the pus pimple on Shabbat to allow the pus to drain out. If his idea is he wants to make an opening in order that he could uh, air out the inside of the pup, of the pimple, then Chayav, he's Osed, it's Asur, because he's making an opening. Doesn't make a difference that you made a tiny opening. It's only a tiny opening. Making an opening on Shabbat is asur. But if he's doing it in order to take out the to take out the pus, and he's not he's not really trying to fashion an opening, then patur. Then you patur, and you're allowed to do that on Shabbat. So says the Gemara. We're asking now, how could that be mutad? How could that be mutad? What do you mean? I thought it's the same thing as having relations the first time on Shabbat. So says the Gemara. Because over there also, right? You're, you're, besides opening, opening the thing, you're taking out what's in it. And still we said, that if, you're, if you have in mind to take it out, it's no good. Versus no, over there it's different. Hatam pakid ve'akir. Hacha pakid akir. Okay, this is an interesting difference that they're making. They're saying that even though the the blood that's inside or, or the the pus that's inside the pimple is completely not part of the body at all. It's completely out of the body, just under the skin. However, here, even though it's not in the walls, it's not like you're making a regular wound and bringing it in the walls, it's not completely out of the walls. It's not like it's just sitting under a membrane. In, in the pus pimple, the, the liquid is sitting under the membrane waiting to come out. In a, 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 when a person has a relation the first time, it's not just sitting there. You're not banging the skin and, make, and, and making a wound. But it's not just saying it's somewhere in between, and therefore, it could be worse. Okay. So it says, "You with me, everyone, or no?" Okay. Rav Ami shot in the middle of the Rav Ami would allow having the first relations on Shabbat. Ami Rabbanan, the Rabbanan told him, "Halok katulik tuba." Right. There was a chatan. This chatan had not written a kituba. He got married right before Shabbat and he didn't have time to write a ketubah. So how could you allow him to sleep with his wife? There's a rule that a person can't sleep with his wife unless they have a ketubah. And this guy did not have a ketubah. So Gemara says back, 
Amalhu at v'se'emitaltalin. He says, you're right, but he says, we can fix that up. We'll give her metaltalin. We'll give her some of his valuable objects. What does that mean? The idea of a ketubah is that she has a document that she can collect in case he divorces her. We're going to give her, let's say, his silver kiddush cup that's worth a lot of money. And you hold the kiddush cup until he writes a ketubah. So being that you have collateral, it's the same as a ketubah, and you'll be able to sleep with her, and it won't cause a problem. Is everything clear or no? Victor, you understood that or no? Normally, you can't sleep with your wife without a ketubah. Because she has to have the security. But here, she has the security because she has collateral from him. And therefore, until the ketubah gets written, they could use that. No, the diamond ring is a gift. Gift. It has to be something that she, that she that he owns and she's holding till he gives the ketubah. Oh, okay. So the collateral. Collateral. Yes. Rav Zvid b'shavat. Rav Zvid also allowed someone to get married the first time on Shabbat and relations. Rav Zvid There are some who say that he himself, when he got married, he also. Um, had relations with his wife the first time on Shabbat. If Yehuda allowed the first relations on Yom Tov. Now we're understanding over here that that means that he'll only allow it on Yom Tov, but not if it's Shabbat. So don't say this means that on Yom Tov it's mutar, meaning that on Shabbat it's asur. Because really, I feel really it's allowed on Shabbat as well. And the reason why we mentioned on Yom Tov because that's what happened, but not because it's only on Shabbat. Had it been Shabbat, they would allow on Shabbat too. They got married out of Yom Tov, going into Yom Tov. You could do that. Uh, why not? Oh, it's it's not Yom Tov yet. Oh, okay. Okay. Papa Mishmei the Rav Amar Yom Tov Shareh B'Shabbat Asur. He says on Yom Tov it's allowed, but on Shabbos it's Asur. Amalei Rav Papa, Rav Papi, Rav Papa, Ma'i Datcha. What do you, how you explain this? Mitoch Shuchtera L'Tzorech Chabura L'Tzorech Chutera Mishlo L'Tzorech El Me'ata Mutar La'Asot Mugmar. There's a concept of mitoch on Yom Tov, which means that once a certain labor is allowed, right? Once a certain labor is allowed for one particular thing, they generally allow it for anything. So therefore, the, the rabbi is asking, you're assume, the rabbi is assuming that the reason why you allow this on Yom Tov and not Shabbat is because Yom Tov has something special that... Uh, that Shabbat doesn't have. Why? Because on Yom Tov, you're allowed to shecht. On Shabbat, you're not allowed to shecht. So you might say, the same way you're allowed to shecht, which is drawing blood, you should also be allowed to have relations with your wife the first time, which is also drawing blood. And that's why you would be allowed on Yom Tov and not Shabbat. So the rabbi says back, he says, if that's true, then maybe you should be allowed to Light incense in your house on Shabbat. On Yom, I'm sorry, on Yom Tov. 
because the same way you're allowed to light a fire to cook your roast, you should be allowed to light a fire to make your incense. And we know that that's not true. You're not allowed to light incense, you're only allowed to light, allowed to light a fire for your barbecue, but you can't light a fire for incense. You with me? So says Gemara, Amale, Alayich Amakra. On you, the pasuk says, Ach Asher Yachel Lechol Nefesh. Devar Shavet Lechol Nefesh. Pasuk that allows uh, cooking on Yom Tov says only what is eaten or what is needed for every person. Which means you have to only allow something that every person would want, but not every person want, is interested in having incense, and therefore that's why it's not allowed. But Right. Because so having relations is something that everyone wants, but having incense is not, and therefore that's why it's not allowed. Amalir of Acha Braid Ravala of Ashi. Elima Ate if so, Nizdamen Lot Svi Biyomtov or Ilva Eno Shavilakon Nevish. Hachinami Dasulum Shit Mishkateh. If you if what you're saying is true, then let's say you have a poor man. Normally, he just eats chicken, and he happens to have caught a caught a deer. You want to say it's asur for him to slaughter the deer on Yom Tov because since not everyone could afford deer, therefore it's not for everyone. The same way you said that incense is not for everyone because not everyone could afford it. So to deer, you want to say it's asur to slaughter a deer on Shabbat. You with me? Well, but but it, it it is a similar idea, right? You you told me the reason why you can't you we can't allow incense burning on Shabbat, on Yom Tov is because not everyone likes incense burning. Not everyone not everyone uses incense burning. Well, not everyone eats deer either. Most people just eat chicken. Yomaris is back. He's telling you it has to be something that everyone would want. So everyone would want a deer if they could afford it. But not everyone wants incense at all, and therefore no. It's interesting, some people connect this to smoking on Yom Tov. There are people who smoke on Yom Tov, and some, some say it's Asur, because not everyone likes smoking. Okay. Amar Rabbi Yaakov Ba'idi. Yochanan made a ruling in, in the city of Tyre. Asul of all be Yom Tov b'chil Yom Tov. You're not allowed to have the first relations on Yom Tov, right? So says Gemara. Umika Hora'a li Isur. The Gemara says, "What do you mean Hora'a? Hora'a sounds like you have a rabbinic ruling. A rabbinic ruling is only a rabbinic ruling if you're saying something is allowed. If you're saying something is Asur, that's not a ruling. That's just not 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 a ruling. You just if we don't have it, when you don't know if something mutar, it's always Asur. But it's not a ruling. Why are we calling this a ruling for Isur? Umar says, in yes. But it's we learned because we learned in the Mishnah. There was a lady called Queen Helen who was was a Nazira for seven years. A Nazira means he can't drink wine. Or get tameh. And she didn't realize that she was out of the country. When you're out of the country, there's a certain type of rabbinic tumah that goes on the land of outside Eretz Israel. So really she had to, when she came back. 
he said they, they said that he Beit Hillel made a ruling that she has to redo it for seven more years. So you see, that's called a ruling, even though it's a strictness. Inami, another proof. If you have the spine of an animal which got um, severed, most of it, right? It's ready. That's today for according to Rebbe. Even if it has a little hole in it, it's a problem. And Rebbe held like Rebbe Yaakov that even a hole is a source. You see that strictness could sometimes also be called a ruling. Okay. Now, once we mention this idea, we don't hold like Rebbe Yaakov that a hole is a problem. We hold it has to be completely cut off to be moved, to be asur. Now, let's get back to our subject. He asked him this question, and he asked him, "Can you have relations the first time on Shabbat?" Ramadan Rabbi Yochanan answered, "Asur, you can't." It's mutar. It's mutar to have relations the first time on Shabbat, and that is how we hold. Okay, so back and forth for quite a while, and we came out that it's actually mutar to have relations for the first time. On Shabbat. Okay. Says the Gemara, Amar Bechelbo, Amar Bhuna, Amar Abba, Vazabda, Amar Rav. Achapitla Bechatamanatu, Una Beracha. Halacha is whether you marry a girl who was never married before or a girl who was previously married, you have to have Sheva Belachot at the time of the wedding. Right. Says the Gemara, did Ravuna really say such a thing? Didn't Ravuna say, that a girl who was married already and widowed does not need Shev Belachot? It depends what the story is. If the guy was married and she was married already, right? Then they have no, they don't need a bracha. But if he was never married, even though she was married, they still need brachot. Okay. If she she's she's a widow, but he was never married, they need no shabbat. If they were both married, no shabbat. Yeah, shabbat goes on the chatan in this case. Correct. Well, it's, it's on the wedding. It's on the wedding. On the two together. Okay, says Is it true that a widow, widower who marries a widower doesn't need Shev Belachot? It says when Boaz married Ruth, it says that he called the ten. Um, People of the elders of the city told them to sit down. They sat. And we know that Boaz was previously married. He had many kids before. And Ruth was married to Machlon beforehand. And therefore, if they both got married and you needed 10 people, obviously there is Sheva Barachot by a person who was married who married a girl who was married. So, so that's a good question on what we just said. Correct? 
So Moses says, "My enetuna bracha, damer huna enetuna chab kol sheva." Well, yom echad tuna bracha. When we said she doesn't need a bracha, it doesn't mean you don't need sheva brachot at the wedding. Everyone needs it at the wedding. It means they don't need sheva brachot for seven days afterwards. So if either one wasn't married, you need seven days sheva brachot. They're both married, then that's one day. What do you say? One wasn't married before. When one wasn't married, don't make a shabbat. Yeah, if either one wasn't married, you need a full shabbat. Correct. And this is for widow. This is for divorce too. Same thing. Widow divorce. Okay. Ella hadet This we learned in the brayta. Shaktu ha When it says that the rabbis want. When a, a widow gets married, that you have to be happy with her for at least three days. Bimai, what case are we talking about? Ibachur, if we're talking about a guy who was never married before, Hamartashim, you told me you need seven days for him. Vibalmon, if we're talking about the guy who got married already, Hamartashim, you told me one day. So why did we say earlier that there's three days needed if the girl was married already? Doesn't make sense. If the girl was married already, either it's seven days if he wasn't, or one day if he was. What's three? Where does three come from? Are you with me? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's the Gemara. Ibait Ema Balmon. Yom Echad. The Bracha Vashal Simcha. Answer number one. When the guy was married already, then it's one day for Shev Brachot, but you need three days to stay home and have Simcha, even without Shev Brachot. And that's what we meant. Or you can learn it the other way in a lenient way. You could say it's talking about a guy who was never married before. And we're saying, even though we said seven before, but seven days is only for Sheva Brachot. But Simcha is only three days. And that's what we meant to say. Okay? So it says the Gemara. Correct. Metivi. What's that? It's interesting. It's interesting that the Berakha without Simcha, that is interesting. We're now on a bet, yes. Says in our TV, we have a contradiction. It says, It says that you can make a melacha for betula for seven days. Ulum almanan for a widow, yom echad one day. My love, let's assume, we assume that even if a widow is marrying a single guy, and therefore you see that you can make melacha for seven days, not like what we said. No, no, that's talking about almon. But if the guy was never married before, Sheva, seven days? If so, Why didn't we say that we make a bracha for a girl who was never married seven and for a man who was married for a girl who was married, who married a Bachur seven, 
and for a man who marries Almana, we should have said that. She says, Gimara, Milta Psika Ketani, Deleka Betula, Debat Meshiva. We wanted to say something that's always true. It's always true that Betula is seven days. And Almana is never less than one. But we're not saying it's never more than one. Right? When we said Almana is one, we didn't mean she's always one. We meant she can't be less than one. And a Betula can't be less than seven. Gufa. We're going to isolate and analyze the previously mentioned statement. Amar of Nachman, Amali, Huna, Barun, Natan. Tana, Minayin, Bekat, Chatanim, Ba'asara. How do we know that you need 10 people for Shev Barachot? Shneemad, Vayikach, Asaran, Shem, Mezignea, Yir, Vayimur, Shubo. Since when Boaz got married, he told 10 of the elders to sit over here, we see that you need 10 people for Shev Barachot. In a group, we bless Hashem. Hashem What does Rav Nachman do with the pasuk of Rabbi Abu of Mekot He needs to look at the Daniel like we learned in the Brayta. would how do we know that when the Jews said Shira on the Yamsuf, even the fetuses in the mother's stomachs also said Shira? They said they blessed Hashem from the source of the Jews. So the source of the Jews means the fetuses in the wombs. And the other rabbi, what does he do? Mibetin, it should say, Mibetin from the stomachs. Mimimikor, why from the source? Aliskimikor, we're talking about the Birkat Chatanim needs 10. On things about the Makor, about relations. Now, the Gemara wants to know, Rabbi Abhu, Baha'i Krater of Nachman, Maidashme. What does he do with the Pasuk of Nachman? Because So he says he used it to teach you that when, when we say you're not allowed to marry somebody from Moab, it means only a Moab male, but not a Moab female. Why? Because if you use it for the Beracha, right? It doesn't have to be Zikinim, it could be anybody, right? So it must be, they come to teach you the law about a halakha. Halakha, you can only teach with rabbis there. But otherwise, why would they get rabbis? So he's proving that it's not talking to teach you that you need 10 people. It's coming to teach you about the pesukim that the Amunim will meet. The Idach and the other rabbi, what does he say? If he's supposed to use it to teach you this halakha, right? It can't be less than 10. Why would you get 10? You can't have less than 10. You with me? Yeah. In, you still need it. You have to tell people the halakha, and therefore don't. The rabbi who says it's coming to teach you about Amunit, Amunit is saying, if it's coming to teach you that, what do you need 10 people for? 
I could do it with three, three rabbis to teach him the halakha. Well, I said, no, we need it back because we want a lot of people to know the halakha. So by having ten rabbis there, they're going to spread the word much faster. Like Shmuel said, the Rav Chana Baghdata, to Rav Chana from Baghdad, go bring me ten people. I'll tell you in front of them. And a person wants to give something to a fetus, the fetus can acquire it. Okay? So it says the Gemara, that's what's coming to teach you, right? So, we hold that no, you can't be Koneh. The baby can't be Koneh until he's born. Okay, Tanu Rabbanah went to the Brayta. Varachim berkat chadim bebet chatanim. You can make sheva berachot in the house of the chatan. Vidal men apet asin arusin erusin. You can even make it at the time of the kedushin. Varachim will tell you you can make it at that point also. According to Rabbi Yehuda, he's telling you you don't have to wait for the nisuin, which is this te- in the olden days they used to separate the nisuin from the kedushin, right? So this rabbi said, I don't have to wait a year for the full Nisuin. I could already do Shevrachot from the Kiddushin. Now that's a very funny statement. Because we don't do Shevrachot till after the Talet, which is the, the Talet, is our version of Chupah after Nisuin. So why is he saying you could do it already from the Kiddushin before the Nisuin? You with me? So says, When we said this law, we're talking about Yehuda, which means in the place of Yehuda, there's two places of Israel, there's Yehuda and Galil. In Yehuda, the people weren't as careful, and they would leave the fiancé who had Kiddushin alone with her, with her fiancé during the time of the engagement period, of the Kiddushin period. And therefore, they were worried they might have relations. And since they were worried about that, therefore they would make Birkat Chatanim already from the Kiddushin time. That's a good question why they allow that, but we'll see that soon. Okay, we're going to stop over here at the words Tanya Idach. Okay? <laughs>